Welcome to another fun-packed episode of Retrospection, and I'm back from ridding the universe of spatial anomalies and delicately tickling puppies' tummies. Uh, what's that? Get on with it. That's right. Uh, whoa, I thought it was a voice, but it's my actual finger talking, Paul. What's that finger? Magic finger? Krakatoa? I think that's how you pronounce it, and, and I'm pretty sure that'll melt. What's that? Oh, I have no idea how he's going to edit around this, but you know what? It's not my problem, and it's not yours, Magic Finger. Bye, Magic Finger. Normal service has been resumed. <laughs> <laughs> In this episode, we're whipping out our rhythm sticks with the musical Voyage of the Rock Aliens from 1984. My name's Colin, and come on, let's get wet. I'm already wet, Colin. Are you? Are you? I am, yeah. I live in a state of wetness. Did you not know? Ugh, yeah. That's not good. That's how you get trench fucked. State of wetness? Is that near Florida? <laughs> it is. It's just off the coast. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My name's Colin, and I wanted to become a nun or a bomber pilot. A what pilot? A bomber pilot. Oh, all right, I was just clarifying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Spitfire? Only if I had too many chilies. And, Paul, that's not a bomber. Uh, yeah, hurricane, right? Nope, that's not a bomber either. That's a fighter. You're doing all right. Uh, 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 Come on, I don't let's know. go through all the planes. We'll Flying see goose? What's one of those? That's one of those, isn't it? The it's goose not a, bomber? Not a, it's not a bomber. Is it not? No, Go um, goose, no. The, the, big, the big carrot? The big, I don't know. The big carrot? <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you getting your planes from? Acme? I don't know. I'm just think, I'm thinking off the top of my head here. I don't know. Go on, give me a bomber. Wellington? All oh, right, okay, I'll take it. You could be, you could be lying to me. You could be making it up. I don't know. B fifty two. Oh, I knew that one. Yes, I should have said that one. Lancaster. Yeah, I know that one as well now. <laughs> Manchester. I wasn't familiar with that one, but the Lancaster and the B fifty two, I was, I was aware of. Yes. Okay. TMDBs. Oh, you're not done yours. Sorry. It's <laughs> 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 a solo show. I'm on my own. <laughs> it's just me. It's a one man thing. Oh, it's because because I miss a week or miss a week. I miss an episode, and then I just I'm just too much. Yeah. I gotta do it all. Yeah. My name's Paul. I'll do it, Paul. Just, just don't bother. I'll, I'll do it. Just yours. go, shall I? <laughs> My name's Paul, and I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> go on. And my name's Paul, and this could be a very lustful, degenerative, and dirty mission. I'm amazed you got the word degenerative. Degenerative. I can't say it. I got it. I'm I, not I, even I didn't drinking. That managed it. I know you did. I'm proud a good of job there. Yeah. Pleased. I'm proud. I'm proud of myself. Good. TMDB says aliens land in the mythical town of Spielberg, USA, searching for the source of rock and roll. What they find is a gang of teenagers led by Dee Dee and Frankie, along with Frankie's posse, the pack, the leader of the aliens, take a shine to Dee Dee, and all sorts of trouble breaks out. Boy, does it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I love it, all sorts of trouble breaks out. It's like when you say, and comedy ensues. <laughs> it usually doesn't, though, does it, when they have to say that? No, no, there are some funny lines here and there. There are, there are some some, some good moments. One or two. Cast includes Pia Zadara as Dee Dee, Craig Sheffer as Frankie, Tom Nolan as Absid, Ruth Gordon as Sheriff, Michael Berryman as Chainsaw, Alison LaPlaca as Diane, and Peter Cullen as the voice of Robot 1359. Is that the Peter Cullen? It is the voice of Autobots. Roll! Yeah. I, I didn't realise that. Yeah, it is. Because he's, he's, got, he's, he's got like a high-pitched uh, squeaky voice in this, hasn't he? I suppose he has. It's, not, it's definitely not an Optimus Prime voice. No, it's not a Sam Wicky voice, is it? No. No, what were you doing then? <laughs> Sam Wicky. That's what he says, isn't it? Oh, yeah. What he says? What does he say it like that? Well, he kind of goes Sam Wick Wicky like that. Ooh, okay. that's right, isn't it? Is that the voice you use on the telephone? <clears throat> yes. So I answer the phone yeah. at work. Is it? <laughs> yes. So in case they ask you to do yes. something, you can pretend Paul's out. <laughs> Optimus Prime's in, Paul's out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the director of this, um, James Fargo, he also directed Every Which Way But Loose, The Enforcer, and he was assistant director on The Outlaw, Josie Wales. But I'm sure that this is his proudest moment. I'm sure. That's quite a random selection of films, uh, uh, ignoring that Clint Eastwood is in a, a large number of them, but the actual genre and type is very different. Especially when you add this to the mix as well. Mm, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's a musical. 
technically. Uh, which one? This. Well, this not, one? Well, not, not the outlaw of Josie Wells. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember the orangutan in the <laughs> which way but loose bursted out in song. Oh, that would be something, wouldn't it? Well, if it started singing. Uh, musical apes. Wouldn't you like that? Not I'd really. watch that. I mean, I mean, okay, maybe because I like the monkeys. Go on, you do your info, and I'll I'll pick up the pieces afterwards. So this was originally conceived as a spoof of B movies. The idea was that. It'd be like you were switching channels from like one of those 60s beach movies to like a sci-fi movie to a horror movie. You know, you, yeah. you were just flipping through and keep flipping back. And that's what this film is supposed to represent, which explains a lot. I, I, I get it. And it's a, it's a neat idea. It doesn't quite work in practice, though, does it? No. But I can see, what, no. I can see that that is what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Outside scenes were shot in downtown Furburn, Georgia. And uh, in the outside scenes, many of the extras were just local people from the town, including the uh, volunteer fire department. Oh, that's nice. Is that in case, uh, because, you know, Piazzadora, kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to say that any differently, Colin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she is. She is. Yeah. 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 And, and, I mean, Craig Schaefer, if, you know, he's a, he's a good looking guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. Little side note, when I was watching this for the podcast, my wife came down the stairs and, and saw what I was watching and said, um, oh, Craig Schaefer, he's far too pretty to be a man. I don't know where to go with that. Well, I was, I thought maybe you might say, well, you know, people say that about me, don't they? Right? Um, they, they do say that they are amazed that you're a man. Yes. I, I agree with that bit. All right, I'll take it. I'm not sure it's because you're, you you considered I, I'm, I can't even say the word without higher lower beautiful I don't I, I'm not sure that's the reason Paul I you went a bit Rigsby then didn't you I was going for Bruce Fossa oh yeah very close very close yeah. thanks yeah yeah. yeah well you know I might be considered pretty in some circles some planets <laughs> You know those recent supposed aliens they found, those mummified. I bet they'd like you. What those real little shriveled things that they found? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. They probably think you're attractive. All right, I'll take it. You know me. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah, do. Yeah. No, no, no shriveled alien is safe. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> I might get cancelled for that. <laughs> Who's going to cancel you, aliens? Yeah, you never know these days, do you? Anything could happen. True. Carry on. Uh, so, should we talk about the... the I want, it's kind of information, but it also affects the opening because Pierre Sadara and Jermaine Jackson headed to Italy aboard Sadara's private jet okay. to shoot a music video for the duet When the Rain Begins to Fall. Mm-hmm. And then this video has absolutely nothing to do with the film with a different cast and crew mm-hmm. and everything. And then they were going to tack it onto the end of the film, but then they made it the opening of the film. I, I think it, it fits better in the way that they do it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when, we, when, we, when mm. we get into the movie, but I think it works better at the beginning than at the end. Because at I least there's a reason like, for it. Yeah, but it, it might have been a closing credits thing. It's a, bit, it's a bit involved for a closing credits thing, though, isn't it? Well, it wasn't in, originally intended to be in the film anyway. It was a pop video. I, I don't remember Pia Zadara being that huge to have a personal jet and be performing with Jermaine Jackson and doing music videos in different countries and stuff. Like, she she totally escaped my... Yeah. Knowledge. Maybe she wasn't in this, where we are, where we were in the UK at that time. Maybe she, she wasn't was. big in Wigan. Is that what you're saying? Possibly not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> her loss. <laughs> Absolutely. Um yeah, it it is a weird one. Uh, at least if you stick it at the beginning of the movie, it's. I mean, it, it, I I get what you're saying. You stick it over the end end credits, but in a way, if you stick it at the beginning of the movie, people might not leave. If you stick it at the beginning of the movie, people might not leave. Yeah, because it's 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 the best looking bit of the movie, isn't it? Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, okay, but you stick it at the end, people might have already left mm, by that point. I missed the. Missed it. Yeah. All right. The bass player of the band in the movie, 
Is he called Ray Ray Matt? Is that him? We'll go with that. I like it. Uh, his name was Bobby Friedman, and he actually didn't appear in the movie in the end because apparently he screen tested really, really badly. And uh, Tom Nolan was brought in as they wanted a, quote, real actor to play the role. How bad do you have to be to fail a screen test for this film? <laughs> it must have been pretty bad, eh? <laughs> or maybe it was the opposite. Maybe it was just too good. You're too good for Voyage of the Rock Aliens. I suppose, yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get possible, right? Larry Olivier, would you? No. It would be interesting, though. It would be, yeah. He almost appeared in a Doctor Who episode. I'm pretty sure he was an actor who did work for cash. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. The film had a, a very, and I, I, I say very, uh, limited theatrical release in America and Europe, and then it was released directly onto TV in Canada. Just Canada. Just Canada. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do to deserve it, eh? Yeah, and they suffered enough. <laughs> pretty much. Craig Sheffer and Tom Nolan had to lip sync the musical numbers as they were hired for their acting ability, not their singing abilities. Right. It, it must be said though that it must something must have taken for for Nolan because he actually went on and started his own music career on the back of this. Oh, so did he take singing lessons after this? Film? I guess so. Yeah, I think he started a band. Oh. Inspired by this film. What were you? What were you inspired to do by this film? I took a dump. The the band's is it Rhymer Ray 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 whatever they're called, and the other band in it, Jimmy and the Mustangs. They had to have two months of acting classes to prepare for this film. I still think it would have been easy to get actors who could sing. I mean, would have done really. That wouldn't wouldn't it? be hard to find. This is like like teaching uh, oil rig workers to be astronauts. It is. It is a little bit like that, isn't it? He yeah. must have done a, a good job, though, this guy, because he was the, ended up playing the role of the deputy sheriff. So they gave him a part in the movie. Oh, nice. Do you know what Rima stands for? No, go on. It stands for Rebel Heretics Electronic Music Alliance. Nice. I like mm -hmm. it. Completely, they don't ever mention it in the film. No, no. no as well, it's backstory. It's backstory, of course, yes. Did yeah. you know that one of the songs in this movie, Let's Dance Tonight, was covered by David Hasselhoff on his 1990 album, Crazy For You. Oh, you know what I'm going to be doing after we've done this podcast? Looking it up. Taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah good, definitely going to listen to yeah, that. I'll, I'll put that on our uh, Spotify playlist along with some of the other songs from this. Yeah, you do that. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, apparently to G himself up for his first scene, Craig Sheffer went into the woods and repeatedly hit himself on the back with a large stick. Um, trying to figure out how that would help. <laughs> it's a bit much for this kind of role, don't you think? Well, it's not even connected to the role because he doesn't hit himself in the film. I think he's trying he? to make himself mean and moody, you know, by hitting him. By smacking yeah. himself? Could try acting. Well, there's, yeah. I don't think the crew were that impressed with it, though, because um, they tried to get him replaced. Oh, but who are they going to replace him with? Anyone that wasn't hitting themselves with a big stick, I would imagine. That does leave a large number of people. Yeah, it, it does. We could have done it. Yeah, could have done. Although I, I am partial to some stick bashing. It's like, can you imagine that if you're like, oh, we're going to get rid of him. Who have we got now? We've got this guy, Eric Stoltz. Apparently he's easy to work with. The filming, this is, this was, uh, this is quite a delicate subject, this, this, this little fact. It's not about your cream again, is it's it? It's not about my cream, no. It is about bodily mm. fluids, though. So, oh, it is? The, during the segment of The Nature of the Beast, you know, that great moment in the movie yeah. which we'll talk about, uh, one of the dancers was uh, having her period at the time. And Are you sure you want to discuss this? Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. And they had to postpone it because the cougar could smell the blood and was getting rather excited. And um, you're not talking about Pia Zadora, right? When you no, no, no. One of the dancers. She's not in that bit. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, when you say cougar, you're not talking about Pia Zadora, right? You're talking about. She was only, she was only in her twenties in this movie, isn't she? And our joke doesn't work at all. It's just nasty. <laughs> Should be ashamed of myself. I am. I am. I really am. That must have been dangerous. Surely, ringing the dinner bell every day for the cougar. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Is it trained? It's trained, isn't it? It's in, it's in SAG, right? 
It's probably it's probably on strike now. Well, I mean, he's dead now. Well, but well, yes. I mean, if he wasn't dead, it'd be on strike. <laughs> oh, could you imagine it standing on a picket line holding a placard? Yeah, next to uh, the cat from He Man. You, w- you wouldn't cut his fucking tree down, would you? No, <laughs> you wouldn't. That's true. Yeah. Where's yeah. he gonna pee? Have all the shade he yeah, wanted. Yeah, exactly. There was actually an idea to spin this uh, alien band off into their own cartoon Saturday morning series. Yeah, I could see that. So can I. They're kind of irritating, yeah. aren't they? But we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, apparently the writers were constantly revising the script during shooting. Really? <laughs> I mean, the, there's two words in there that are just amazing. Writers and script. Well, with that in mind, shall we get on with it? Yes, let's go for it. Well, we open with a guitar-shaped spaceship, and there's robot 15539. It's 1359. I've promoted him slightly. It's a different one. You know. <laughs> he did a good job. Yeah. yeah. Robot 139 is in charge, and he's finding a planet for the source of rock and roll. And he's one of those sarcastic, know-it-all robots. It's, it reminded me, for some reason, of the uh, robots in Terrorhawks, even though it doesn't really look like one, but there was an attitude about it. Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean, yeah. He's kind of like if you melded R2-D2 and C-3PO into one robot, isn't he? Ah, you got the shape, but you've got the sarcasm. Yeah. Of C-3PO. Right. After discounting a number of planets, the robot chooses one called Akirema. And then... If you say so. We get a a pop video that has absolutely nothing to do with the film that we discussed earlier. Yeah. um, So it views some planets on a view screen, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. and and this is the Germain Jackson Piazzadora number, isn't it? Yes. And uh, it's called um, "When the Rain Begins to Fall." What do you think of this? I think it, I mean you can clearly see that the production values are better on this than the rest of the movie, aren't they? Yeah, I mean it's okay. It's just a pop video. Yeah, because it's got bikers wearing what look like nuns' habits on their heads. I do. It does have a feeling of Blue Peter about it that they've just put it all together with whatever items they found in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, but strangely, it still looks like it costs more than the rest of the movie. Yes, it's all right. It's a nice little ditty. Yeah, it's a good track. Um, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I would have preferred if the whole movie was was this. Just Piazzadora dancing and singing. Well, we, we get that kind of anyway, don't we? Uh, but I mean, mm. like this kind of like weird um, futuristic. On a budget Mad Max 80s thing that's going on here. Right. That would have been a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And that was a big big thing in the 80s, those kind of movies. So That's true. And yeah. there's never, never been a musical version of it. Ooh. Mm. Hasn't not really? No musical Mad Max? No. Not yet. There we go. Put it to the list. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to edit this bit out. <laughs> It's just and and the whole whole thing's about seeking gasoline. That's right. Yeah. You look at me and I'm kind of mean, because I'm seeking gasoline. Writes itself, Paul. My life is based on the turn of a card. I push my pedal really hard. Yeah, we could do this, Paul. <laughs> really hard, really hard. You have a whole number set in the Thunderdome. You could, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just overblown in the Thunderdome. In the Thunderdome. I like it. Keep yeah. going. Go on. Oh, I'm going to do the whole thing. <laughs> Is that it? Are we done? That's it. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Do you think the production on this movie, they shot for Michael and then worked their way down the Jacksons until they got one that would do it? No, I, I think they started at the bottom and worked their way up and were surprised when they got <laughs> Jermaine. Who's, who's at the bottom then? Um, that that dead president, <laughs> Billy Jackson. What's his name? I don't think he's called Billy Jackson. <laughs> I don't know. Is that my knowledge of bombers? I, I'm very I'm very hazy on Jackson. Knowledge of what? Bombers. Oh, I did I did that gag earlier. <laughs> I know. I'm doing it again. Never say we don't recycle. We're good for the environment. And and Paul, let's be honest. Was it a joke? Well, uh, well, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, loosely, you know, we, you know, yeah, we, yeah, we like yeah. to play fast and loose with the definition of joke, don't we? We do, yes. It's difficult for guys to look tough in like skin tight white trousers and and a nun's habit on your head, isn't it? Don't be so hard on yourself. I think you're pulling <laughs> it off nicely. Well, I'm going for it. You know, I'm doing my best. Yeah, yeah. And, and you look tough. 
Very bush. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I, I'm guessing that with the fight scene that they were aiming for a kind of West Side Story vibe. Yes, yeah. yes, uh, Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. which is... Because you know, it's dance fine. fighting, isn't it? It is, yes, which is the best kind of fighting, is but it? the worst kind of dancing, <laughs> oddly. So so that bit um, ends, just ends. <laughs> That's the best way of describing it. It just ends. It just ends. And, and the robot does a Monty Python thing where he basically goes, nah, it's a silly place. <laughs> It does, it does, yeah. He's got the yeah. robot as well, and we should say he's got kind of a kind of a dusty bin vibe to him, hasn't he? You're gonna have to explain what dusty bin is to our younger listeners. Alright, Dusty Bin was a a dustbin that had a face and arms and legs and was remote controlled mm-hmm. and was the mascot on a TV show game show in the eighties called Three Two One. That's right. And that what well, he used to twiddle his fingers and pretend he was doing three to one really fast. Yes. <laughs> Do you know when I was a kid, I used to think they got that bin like that. Like, you know, because they used to, if they didn't win the main prizes or the prizes, they would win Dusty Pin. Yeah. I used to think, that, and, I, and I was always like, well, I'd rather win Dusty Pin. It's cool. Look at it. It's a bin with arms yeah. and legs and a face. Yeah. Put that out on a Wednesday. That'd be fun in the street. You'd ride around the streets going, where's all these Dusty Bins people are winning? But they just gave him a, a, a bog-standard black bin, didn't they? Yep, yep, apparently. Yeah, disappointing. Just goes to show you can't trust TV game shows. You can't. Lies. You can't, you can't. So we, as I say, we, we cut back to the ship and then the rest of the movie starts. Yes, finally, because cho- he chooses Earth, right? He chooses Earth. And apparently the robot keeps the crew as little freeze-dried action figures in a, in a fridge. Yes, that's how they travel the vast distances of space. Should have done that in Alien, shouldn't they? Yeah, that would have been... Well, can you imagine you just bit the heads off? <laughs> <laughs> but let's not give Elon Musk ideas of space travel. No, 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 no. These little action figures, they, they look better than they have any right to be, considering that they're in the movie for like three seconds. They look better than if they'd ever made action figures of these action figures of people they do. in the film. They do. They do. The production value of the interior of the spaceship gives early Doctor Who a bit of a run for its money, doesn't it? It's, it looks like it's cobbled together from whatever bits they could find laying around, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it doesn't help that it's it's got musical instruments and keyboards as part of the the uh, flight deck. And there's a, there's a Battlezone game that one's playing at one point. They are rock aliens, though, Colin. No, the human. No, the the rock aliens. It's in the time. No, the human. Voyager. They're not, they're not the, made from rock. The rock. Oh. <laughs> Hello, is this on? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. I should say as well that that um, you kind of glossed over it, but it was a good, nice shot at the opening of the. It's kind of a star destroyer shot of the. Guitar-shaped spaceship flying over the top of the camera. Were you watching Voyage of the Rock Aliens? Yeah, looks all right. And then it yeah, smashes it, through. The, smashes through the tiles. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> it's a bit Blake Seven, isn't it? It dreams of being Blake Seven. <laughs> you think? I know. Uh, and the songs come a bit thick and fast, don't they, in this film? Um, because we get another song, "21st Century," not one of my favourites. No, no, not, not a banger. Not a banger. To be honest with you, any time the aliens are on screen singing, I kind of check out a bit. Wow, you don't like the... So, it's interesting that the the rock aliens, who are obviously embody rock, mm-hmm. are the worst ones at singing rock. They do, because the, the Jimmy and the Mustangs are more rocky than, than they are. Mm. Yeah. It's a paradox. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, you don't I know. Just, do I you? just say words. You said that. I just say words, Colin. Yeah, 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 yeah. noticed. <laughs> so, so we cut to Earth, and um, and it's a beach party going on, and there's all sorts of things happening here. We got a toxic waste monster. We got singing. We got snogging. Yeah, everything you need for a good party. Yeah, yeah, looks a good place. I'd hang out there. Would you? Yeah. Well, you always like toxic waste. <laughs> <laughs> That's your favourite environment, right? That's why I like doing the podcast. I have no idea what that means. What do you mean? You're saying this is toxic waste? 
We're polluting the airwaves. <laughs> Something like that. And we get another song, Real Love. It's all yeah, right. Do you like this I one? I like this one, yeah. Good one, this. Yeah. So, so Pia Zadora, go on, thoughts? I can't figure out, I'm I mean, assuming she wasn't singing live because it seems dubbed, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and, it, and it doesn't seem to be dubbed that well. Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously she can sing. She had a singing career. Acting-wise, yeah, I'm not, not totally sold. But I think she's a rather nice lady. So do I. I'd agree with all that. I do think that she gives you a, a nice appreciation of how good an amateur can be or something. Why are you looking at me when you say that? <laughs> well, you're the only one here. <laughs> it was no. supposed to look at. I've, no, I've, I've got two. <laughs> Dave! <laughs> she, you know she has a permanent residency in Vegas, I think. So many people seem to have a permanent residency in Vegas. Is it just like an old folks' home? I guess so. <laughs> She's not that old. She's a little bit older. No, I, I'm but... just finding that everyone seems to have a permanent residency. I'm waiting for you to do yours. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing, Colin. Yeah, I wouldn't just do, sing, do, I wouldn't uh, just sing and dance. I'd do magic as well. You'd disappear, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do lion taming. You know? Would you? Oh yeah. yeah. I do. I'd be the whole. The whole shebang, as they say. The whole shebang, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? So you do magic. Would you do a few songs? Do some songs. I'd do some dancing. Mm-hmm. You yeah. dance? No, but I'd still do it. You still do Yeah, game for anything, right? Yeah, I get I get my magic box out. Um, I hope that's not a euphemism. Most magicians would have a hat, but I'd have a box. You could fit more rabbits in it, can't you? Really? You'd be too busy playing the slots. The what? Slots. Oh, all right. It's Vegas. I hear there's a lot of slots in Vegas. There is. A lot of one-armed bandits. That's right, yes. yes. Yeah. That's why they never filmed The Fugitive, though. Too many one-armed bandits. It wasn't even being chased by one-armed But Wasn't the one-armed bandit the person one-armed killed? Man. Yeah, one-armed, one-armed man. man. I don't yeah, think he was yeah, a bandit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I had to explain because I wasn't sure I was right. <laughs> he, he didn't have a big uh, like hat on. Big, uh, you know, handlebar mustache. Oh, he didn't. And then, and then when you pulled his arm, coins fell out his mouth. <laughs> His, his eyes rolled round. So there's kind of there's kind of a fifties vibe going on with this. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's like yeah, fifties, sixties. You got your sci-fi, you got your beach party movies because they were a big craze at one point. Yeah, yeah. Although it's 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 kind of a, a mishmash of it, isn't it? Because you've got your fifties vibe, and it's also a lot of modern dress going on as well. Because you couldn't really say that she's dressed in a fifties style, is she? What period was this film supposed to be set in? I think it's one of those made-up periods. Okay. Yeah. Like like Streets of Fire or something. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. It's indeterminable. Um, you've also got the sheriff who witnesses... Oh, well, we should explain how the aliens land on Earth. In a phone booth. So they choose a phone booth because it's inconspicuous, right? Mm-hmm. Don't they make it slightly conspicuous by having roaring jet fire coming from the bottom of it as it lands? So you're looking for logic in, in a movie called Voyage of the Rock Aliens, Colin. Yeah, shouldn't be doing that, shouldn't should be doing I? That, that no. way lies madness. Right. Oh, favourite band? <laughs> Your favourite band. Um, everyone's favourite band who's got a fun sense of themselves and enjoyment <laughs> of life. All right, steady on. Um... So the sheriff sees them through her telescope because she's like into space mm-hmm. and looking at stuff and she's the one who sees them land. Isn't she spying on a man getting undressed? I think that's just in your head. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure she was no, spying she on was, a man yeah, getting she undressed. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to be nice about her and say she was interested in astronomy. I'm sure she was. Well, she, she was because she liked to see a full moon. Craters? No, it's just the way I walk. <laughs> so, so Frankie shows up at the beach as well and this is uh, played by Craig Schaefer and... He's kind of like a leather-clad douchebag, isn't he? Exactly. Not just like he is. He is. Yeah. He is. And we find out. I don't quite. This is. This is one thing I don't understand. One thing he doesn't okay. want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two. I, I forgot this one. He doesn't want Dee Dee to sing in his band, That's right. right? Why not? Is it ever explained why? I think it's because they're all men. Men. Oh, it's just a male band. Men be men together. Oh, you know, that's weird. I mean, like, if you if you had 
Piazadara, you'd want her to sing in your band, right? She's gorgeous. She's fun to be with, and she could sing. You, you want her in your band? You, yeah, I agree completely. But 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 Frankie's kind of he's 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 very vain, isn't he? And he doesn't want anything to take the limelight away from him. I don't think. Ah, uh, so that's why. Uh, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. All right. So Dee Dee and Frankie are an item, right? Uh, but she's mm-hmm. not happy because he spends m- most of his time with the pack, his guys, yeah. than her. Yeah. Um, I pretty sure he spends more time with his hairspray than anyone else because he's probably does serious not, hair going on not a problem you have right <laughs> i did have the problem have you s- that's what killed it is it hairspray killed your yeah. hair very bad and, and the robot turns into a fire hydrant yes because the, the robot turns into different things depending on what planet they're on apparently mm-hmm. and complains that he's the one who always has to change it's um it's, it looks better as a fire hydrant than it did as the robot in the spaceship Oh, you're not attracted to it when it's a robot? No, 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 but fire hydrant. Fire hydrant, yeah. 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 And they, the aliens steal some clothes from some teenagers. Yes, they do. Uh, and then we get another song uh, in the diner, Justine. I, I thought this was a fun 50s rock and roll number. Yeah, there's a lot of rockabilly going yeah. on. Yeah, you like a bit of rockabilly, don't you? Who doesn't? A bit of gel, a bit of, a bit of brill cream in your hair. Mm. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever used brill cream. You, oh, you, I do sometimes spot a quiff. I, that is I true. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to make it happen now. <laughs> no, no, it's just there. Can't help it. It's what happens when you got long, luscious locks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not as luscious as they used to be, Colin. Right. I've told you, told you, if I start going bald, I'm just having a hair transplant just to annoy you. <laughs> You're gonna go full Elton. I'll, t- I'll, I'll turn up at a podcast and I'll have like more hair than you've ever seen before. <laughs> You'll be like, something's not right here. <laughs> you would as well. Yeah, I would. Of course I would. Um, it seems that Frankie kind of puts on this tough guy act, doesn't he, for for his pack. At one point, he rips the shirt off one of his guys and tells him to go clean his car with it. Yeah. Why are, you, why are they hanging around with him? I don't know. He doesn't do anything nice, right? He's never nice to any of them. So the aliens then go to the diner, and we get... A lot. They get a lot of weird looks from everyone. I mean, why <laughs> in this movie? I mean, does does nobody dress normally in this film? So why is their look any weirder? Yeah, because it's all a mishmash of everything, and and it's kind of the eighties. So they just kind of look like a new romantics, don't they? Yeah. Hmm. And why does the waiter just drop a bunch of straws on the table? Did you see that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's disgusted by the use of straws, you know. You're not supposed to use them anymore. But he, he drops a load onto the table. If he was disgusted by oh. them, he wouldn't give it. But then they make a little collage out of it in the next shot. Maybe that's why. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in this film, like in the background and mm. people doing things. I wonder whether a lot of it was just the director just said, riff it, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'll do what you want. <laughs> Do you know I directed the enforcer in every which way but loose? <laughs> do you know yeah, that? Just, just go on. Just do what you want. <laughs> I've worked with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and I'm working with a talking fire hydrant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather I work with an orangutan than a fire hydrant. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then we get another song uh, from Dee Dee this time. Um, and this one is You Bring Out the Lover in Me. And it features... Women dancing in the toilet. Well, not in the toilet, but oh, they're on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, you're in the bathroom because she, she's pouring her heart out to uh, her friend, right? Mm-hmm. You get that shot as well of the beneath the stalls where, where all the, the pants are down. Yeah, the knickers are around their ankles and they're just yeah dancing with their feet. Dancing with the feet, yeah. There are, no. there, you've got to say, there are some there are some original ideas in this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Visually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So Dee- she, 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 you know, she's pouring her head out about like why she loves Frankie, but he, he's just ignoring her and won't let her sing. Yeah, being a douche. Yes. Yeah. Because that's her dream. It is. It is her dream. But the alien um, leader, what's his name again? Absid. That's him. Him and Dee Dee seem to be attracted to each other. So attracted that he just explodes everywhere. You would though if it was Piers Adara, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, I almost emulated myself 
just watching the film. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. So they take him back to the ship to repair him, and this bit features mm-hmm. kind of almost a Benny Hill type sequence where everything's speeded yes, they, up and they're running around. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they make like a paper version of him. Yeah. And then they put it for a printer and then they inflate the paper and he comes back again. Again, it's ideas, isn't it? You know? Yeah, it, they are ideas. You can't fault it for, for, for nope. that. No. Nope. You do kind of sit back and go, what the hell is going on here at this point, don't you? Um, yeah. And then we have like an, another musical sequence where they're singing on top of a tractor. Yes, that's right. They are. He's a combine man or something like that. They're singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not even a combine. It's stuff. not. Wouldn't that have been funnier? Yeah. No, there's no Wurzels at all, is there? No. No. Nope. Um, the alien leader then sees Dee Dee again and he just about manages to hold it together this time. I think steam starts to come out of his ears or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Didi's friend invites the aliens to play at a dance that they're going to have later. And uh, while she's doing that, they're just kind of pawing at her, like pulling her hair and yeah. touching her. And Yeah. Do you remember what the high school was called? It was called Heidi High. Heidi High Cotillion Dance. Is the, uh, it's the battle of the bands. Yeah, Heidi High. Every time they kept saying it, I, in my head I was hearing bing bong. <laughs> Oh, every time they go, so I'm going to go to Heidi Yard, go, Hodio. That's the school down the street. Yeah, yeah. We get another song, A Little Bit of Heaven, with uh, Dee Dee and the alien guy. This one's pretty bad, right? Yeah, it's not the best song. And, and the visuals, they're singing in a spaceship, and then they're singing on top of a moon. And it all, okay. it all looks a bit like a two Ronnie sketch, doesn't it? Yeah. So she's in the spaceship singing with him, mm-hmm. right? But she doesn't go into the spaceship because she so shows surprise later in the film when she does go into the spaceship. I, I'm guessing it's supposed to be metaphorical. metaphorical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the alien leader builds a device to what? Turn her on? Is that what, you, what he's supposed to be doing? Or make him yeah. very attractive to, to her? Yes. But the robot warns him about using it because it's so powerful and it's never been used in this galaxy before. It's called the something stimulator, right? That's right, yeah. And that's where one of them says that this could be a very lustful, degenerative and dirty mission. Kind of like a night out in Wigan back in 1994, right? For you, yeah. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. A sexual response stimulator. It's a sexual response stimulator. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the, the the so then the alien goes to the diner and his machine backfires because it makes all the men fancy him. It does. You take it though, right? Well, you know, any part in the storm. <laughs> I, I do like that the guy. One guy is like, I've never felt that way about a guy before, but it was kind of interesting. Yeah. There you go. Progressive for the eighties. Yep. Yeah. It's called a lazy Thursday, that Colin, isn't it? What's called a lazy Thursday? You know, when, when you know any port in a storm, it's like a, it's, it's called a lazy Thursday, isn't it? Is it? I've never heard that term before. Well, you have now. If I look that up, is it going to be disgusting? Pro- it's like it's World War Three just been declared or something. <laughs> They're coming for us. <laughs> Police helicopters, sirens. I actually begin to think I should look to see what's going on at some point. No, nothing to see. Huh. <laughs> Everyone seems to take it quite well that this guy exploded earlier and now he's back together. And maybe it happens a lot. Well, whenever anyone sees Dee Dee, they just blow. Explode. Yeah. yeah. I can, I can, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then we get another song to a montage of the aliens doing experiments like talking to cows. Yeah, and collecting cow poop. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Bit of a bland number, this one, though, isn't it? It is, it is. But, you know, you can't really sing your heart out when you're looking at cow poop, can you? I'm sure someone could. The the way you looked then was like you were trying to remember an event when you were actually singing to cow shit. It's like, oh, actually, when I was once doing that, it was quite a moving song, catchy number. No, the, the, the only story I've got about a cow part is when I stepped in one and then, well, I say stepped, more like fell, but... 
Yeah. Oh, really? Like a comedy moment? It was a moment. comedy moment. Slapstick. It was a bit of a Frank Spencer moment for me, that. Yeah. Was it? But we'll leave that one there. The next thing that happens is we get a chainsaw-wielding maniac and, and his wheezy friend breaking out of a medical facility. Yes. It's a, it's a psychiatric hospital. That, I don't know if you saw... Did you see the sign? What was the sign? It said paramedics that way, but it was apostrophe S. And then underneath it said paranoias, apostrophe S. Then paramutuals, and then parachutes. What? Somebody's having fun with this, aren't they? Somebody is. I, I've got to say, not to give a gay away, but I'm loving it. It's, 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 Are you enjoying it's crazy. yourself? It's crazy. Mm, it is. So Frankie and his gang are less than impressed to find Dee Dee and the alien together. Mm-hmm. And they try and yep. beat him up, but... Luckily, he erects a flimsy perspex screen around himself, which stops him from doing it. Yeah, why is it when like the guy tries to hit it with something, he he like oh, 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 oh. it's just a, it's just plastic. It's very strange. It really is, and he's yeah. moving when they hit yeah. it as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was inside that, I'd be like, oh, I could get hurt here, and. So Frankie's jealous of Dee Dee's infatuation That's with right. the alien, mm. with Absid, right? But yeah, he still all he has to do is say, "All right, come and dancing with the band." Yeah, and that would that would That's end all it instantly, he has wouldn't to it? Do. Because her her yeah. whole reason why she starts to to get with this other guy is because she's not getting what she wants from Frankie, which is to sing in his band. Yeah, and Absid is just like, "Yeah, sing with mm. us." He can't see the wood for the trees, can he? No, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Can't see the bush yeah. for the leaves. You should have just stopped at the first. <laughs> I intended to cut that one out. Saying, I just, really? just popped into my head. The f- gonna cut the first no, one? The cut one. the first one and leave the bush leave the one bush in. Leave the bush one in. All right. <laughs> 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 I did, it did amuse me the line when, when they're trying to beat him up. One of the gangs says, maybe he's into Scientology or something. That that For some reason, that made me chuckle, that line. Yeah, we, we hate Scientologists, don't you? No, I love them. Oh, you hate them. I've heard you talk nasty you about them all no, the time. No, you can't say that out loud, Colin. They'll come for you. Well, why would they come for me? It's you who <laughs> hates them. I love them. <laughs> I love them too. Do okay. you? It's not what you said the other day. I've lost you again. When, you, when you're throwing your photographs of Tom Cruise onto that burning <laughs> fire. <laughs> you, you don't mess with them. You don't. Very dangerous. No, I know. Very dangerous. Yes. But then what, you should stop saying bad things I, about them. I didn't them. say anything bad about them. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. You're doing it again. Uh, I did enjoy the scene where the two crazy guys are shopping at the gun store. Uh, and don't they even buy a rocket launcher as well? Yeah, they do a bazooka. They do. And, and then they wave. Because that's what he's busy. And then they wave to the sheriff as they push in the cart past... past the uh, sheriff's office as well. She's looking out the window. And she's, yeah, she says something like, that's what I like to see. <laughs> a person exercising the right to bear arms. There's some people probably watching yeah. this going, what's funny about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And the police are dealing with, uh, so people have been killed with a chainsaw, right? <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah, but they don't know who it is. Well, they never really mention it, do they? They never really get into who he's killed or what he's done. No, no. But I did like, is that here the scene where she phones up the person, the hus- the wife of someone yes. who's been killed? <laughs> That's quite a funny yeah. line. Where she says, am I speaking to the widow of John S. Lamont? She says, oh, you must be mistaken. I'm not a widow. The hell you are. And then puts the phone down. <laughs> Click. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's good. So then we cut to the night of the dance, and Frankie is determined to keep the aliens out. And at the same time, the yeah. chainsaw maniac's running around the place as well. That's true, he's in there. Um, so, so Frankie's got all the exits covered, but not the entrances. See, that's his mistake. That's right, because the aliens get into the dance hall by coming up through the toilets. Yeah, except for one who gets stuck in a urinal. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a fun visual gag, isn't chuckle. it? Chuckle, yeah, yeah, chuckle, yeah. 
At one point as well, the chainsaw guy attacks the sheriff's deputy with a bunch of things like an electric whisk and a and a toothbrush. Yes, and the cop is armed with a coat hanger as well. I, I did appreciate how it got it started off quite quite serious with the guy with the chainsaw mm-hmm. and then it, it kind of started to get more and more ridiculous as it went on, didn't it? The things that they were picking yeah, up. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was yeah. that was good. Yep, I enjoyed that too. It reminded me of um Police Squad. Yes, it was a lot like that. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't place it in my head what it reminded me of, but now you've said it, yeah. Which the editor of this film was also the editor on Police Squad. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So the aliens get ready to perform with DD by making her glow, like like in the Ready Brack advert. It is a bit like that. But she turns into a big glowing oh. ball and then flies to the stage, and then she's glowing on the stage. That's her inner warmth. It must be. The, yeah, the Piazzadaro's got, just naturally. So the song is Let's Dance Tonight. I like this one. It's a good one, this. Oh, it's finally like a song. Oh, it's been a couple I've liked. It's got kind of yeah. a, a 70s disco vibe to it, this one, hasn't it? And you like your 70s disco. I do indeed. You like the glitter balls, right? I do. I do like glittery balls. And it turns into a bit yeah. of a rock disco off with Jimmy and the Mustangs as well. It does, so they're, they're all alternating between the songs, mm. trying to outdo each other. But he kind of loses, doesn't he? He storms off in a huff. Frankie does, yeah. yes. Uh, Dee Dee's friend runs into the axe-wielding maniac, who then, um, his chainsaw, he has he has performance issues, doesn't he, with his chainsaw? Yes, yes. And yeah. she offers yeah. to fix it for him. Yeah, I like this. I like the fact that she's like she took class, yeah. uh, workshop class, so she's like really mechanically minded, and she's like taking it apart and fixing it. Uh, it was a good. It's a good scene. I like. There's this. a lot of metaphor in the dialogue for. His, she's basically talking about his penis, right? Is she? I think so. I did not know. <gasps> really? Went straight over your head. Well, I never. All right. <laughs> Gosh, in what way, Paul? You know, talking about he needs to look after his tool better and do you grease it before you Mm. use it, that kind of thing. Oh, Mm. now you say it, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, you, 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 you were there. You were there. You weren't there, but you know, you were there. Oh. Oh. Uh, Dee Dee wants to join the aliens band and Mm -hmm. tries to hug him, which nearly causes him to blow apart again. Yep. Yeah. I did chuckle when he tells her that He's an alien, and she replies, "That's okay. I know a lot of English bands." Yeah, that, that was a good, good line. Yeah, all the best lines are towards the end of the film. They are, but then it goes, it goes, it goes really bonkers at the end of the movie, doesn't it? it, it yes, and it starts to rapidly happen as well, doesn't it? It just gets more and more mm-hmm. out of control. She takes it rather well that he's an alien. Uh, she does, yeah. And he, he, how if you were with somebody and they told you they were an alien, let's assume you believed them. Yeah. How would you take it? Would you take it really well? Would you be interested? Well, I, think, scared, I think I'd be interested. Frightened? Yeah, I think I'd, you know, I, I don't think I'd freak yeah. out. You wouldn't. So, what you want to tell me? No, not allowed to. <laughs> not till my mission's complete. <laughs> I tried to think what your mission And I got to tell you, worst mission ever, this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've done some stinkers in my time. Six years on a podcast with me. Yeah, I mean, it makes you wonder what shit I must have done before and to end up with this gig. <laughs> well, it was either that or the probes. You don't want to do that, do you? Not again. No, no. no. I mean, you don't want to be the one no. cleaning the probe, do you? No, 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 no. I mean, after that event on Alpha Kirky 4, right? Oh, Messy. So much cleaning. Yeah. It's best forgotten. But, I mean, I try to forget. There's not enough pills <laughs> in the world. Well, you stuck with me. What's an alien to do? Yeah, you stuck with me. Yeah, I am. I'll get you through it. Until, until we come for you. <laughs> yeah, come for me, I'm ready. Oh, yeah, what are you going to do? Hmm? You can beam me up. What are you going to do? I'll, I'll be all right. Oh, we couldn't beam you up. <laughs> Not enough power. <laughs> Pull a ship out of orbit. Look, look, if they if they want to, to beam me up and milk me, I'm all for it. Milk you? Yeah. Why would we milk you? For what? You know, they, they, they milk you, don't they? If you're a, if you're a man, they milk you. Yeah, why? What are we going to do with the, the as you call it, and I've, I, I must say, it's unusual to use this term, 
milk. What are we going to use the milk for? Well, they make they make hybrids, don't they? So they, you know, they. All right. So this is what I'm thinking, right? In a world that has people like Pierce Adara mm-hmm. and scientists like Brian Cox, yes, yes. and you know, all these geniuses, and go, we're going to milk you. Yeah. What's wrong with my milk? Where do I start? <laughs> my milk's perfectly fine. It's as good as the next man. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's past the sell by yeah, date. Yeah, you, you might be right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, got, it's got that cream on top. No, it's, less, it's less milk, more like yogurt. <laughs> it's not. It's certainly not gold top anymore. And and not even one with a fruit corner. And the nuts are small too. Shriveled. No thanks. Just chilly. <laughs> it's cold. That's what you're saying, it. What are you blaming on? I, I still, I still think they, 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 they could use my milk. Just saying. What? Yeah. Why? Why not? To come millions of miles, just to milk I'm, you. I'm, I'm not coming that far, Colin. Come on, at my no, age. <laughs> <laughs> can you fill this bottle? What from here? That joke. Um, <laughs> the aliens. They travel all this way in their intergalactic spaceship. Mm-hmm. They could travel through space and time. Mm-hmm. To milk you. I mean, strong. the ego of the guy. It's strong, strong seed. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not what I've heard. <laughs> Should we get, get, get back to the movie? No, I want to just keep going on about this. What, my milk? Uh, uh, less about your milk and more about the aliens, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's certainly not skinny, is it? Let's face it. No, no, it's full fat. It's full fat, yeah. Uh, Frankie, um, Frankie then disbands the pack because he thinks he and Dee are over, and he tells them no more violence before beating them up. Yeah, I mean that's the gag. But also, why disband the pack if Dee not with you when you had a pack that you didn't allow her in? He's seen the error of his ways, though, hasn't he? He's he's, he's realised that his silly. Oh, so he's disbanded silly... the pack so he can go and get her. Yeah, I think so. He's still not quite got it because she wanted to join the pack, just sing. Well, he doesn't come across that bright anyway, does he? No, no. No. I mean, he, he, doesn't, he hasn't worked out how to wear a shirt under his jacket for a start. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And then we get Frankie performs the song Nature of the Beast, which is possibly the best song in the whole movie because the lyrics no. are so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and the video's did, so you, bad. Did you write any down? Did you? I, I bet you did, didn't you? No, I didn't. No, no, I'm relying on you because you're 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 the one I, who loves a bad lyric. I, I can riff it on the top of my head. Uh, that's the na- nature of the beast. Keeping up the male persona. That's the nature of the beast. Keeping up the status quota. <laughs> yeah, it's not great, is it? It's great, isn't it? Um, what about the video? Yeah, so he's brooding. With his mm-hmm. leopard, which apparently he keeps in his locker room. Yes, which in his locker is massive. It's got a shrine to Dee Dee. Yeah, he does, yes. Yeah. So, so what's going on here then? <laughs> no idea. Is is the uh, beast his alter ego? I guess so. His, his yes. animal magnetism? Yeah. His raw his power. Primal, primal yeah. needs. Primal, yeah, his primal urges, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, Good as guess as any, really. Yeah, that's true. It it does feel like one of those parody songs that would turn up in a Matt Stone Trey Parker movie. You know, like so. Oh, it does. Yes, like I agree. Yeah. yeah, it's it's got to be tongue in cheek, hasn't it? You can't. They, they, it must be. It can't it be must serious. Be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the gang are annoyed about you know being broken up. They're, they're actually they're turning on Frankie now. They they're are going to go get him. They are. So back on the ship, Dee Dee's planning the future together until the alien tells her that she'll have to have an operation to remove all emotions. Uh, a molectomy. I think I had one of them. I'd like one of them. <laughs> Double book it. <laughs> yeah, both going for one together. Maybe the aliens could do it to me when they're milking me. I'll talk to them. All right, cheers. I'll see what we can do. Thank you. You mean we? What? Uh, oh, so, oh, oh. And they blew my cover. Yeah, I'm, yeah. She's uh, she's not up for it after all, though, and she does a runner. She does, yeah. She's like, oh, oh sorry, bye. Yeah. And then one of the crazies attacks 
uh, Frankie at the school. Right, yes. And, and we also get a scene where the pack realises that the aliens are, in fact, aliens. Yeah, and they figure out how to use the telephone booth and they go up to the ship and wreck it. Yeah, they form a posse, don't they? They do, mm-hmm. yeah. Meanwhile, Frankie reunites with Dee Dee and then they have a bit of a fight with the crazy guy and the toxic squid appears. Yes, the tentacle grabs him. Because it, it's, it's, it's taken over the school, hasn't it? It's wrapped itself around the outside of the school. And the chainsaw guy gets his mojo back. And do you think that they couldn't figure out how to end this movie? Yeah, because he, he bursts for a while and finds himself in the room with Dee Dee, Frankie and uh, Tentacle Monster. And uh, he then cuts up the tentacle, which leaks bubbles. It does. It does. So which all of this strikes me as stuff that they just came up with, you know. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it's still fun. Yes, I mean, mm-hmm. it works. In a way. Uh, the chainsaw uh, killers, he finds love with uh, Dee Dee's friend who fixed his uh, mojo for him. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's back together. The sheriff, she sort of squashes two guys in a steamroller. She does, yeah. Two guys we've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's nothing you can say. There really, really, is it really, no. Because it's like a cartoon, isn't it? They stick to the steamroller yes. as, as it rolls over. Yeah, and the, yep. uh, And then we get a shot of a dog trying to pee on the robot, so the robot pees on the dog. Nice. Nice turn of the tables. Yeah. So the alien leader, he's, he's dejected by, the, by being rejected by DD, and he, he recalls all his crewmates. The pack are going to attack Frankie and DD, but the aliens fix everything with a, with a keyboard and a reprise of the Germain... Jackson song for some reason. Mm. Yeah, maybe this is where it was going to be originally. Oh, that's that probably yeah, yeah. Because it does mm. feel like because then they just launch into a number, don't they? Where he's singing it with her now as well. Yeah, and um, so the sheriff goes windsurfing off for some reason. Yeah, well, Absid has done something to make everybody happy, and the pollution has gone from the the the. Lake Erie, and so the, the tentacle monster is gone. Yeah, okay. Go over that. Yeah, that's what Yeah, that's what he does, because he says, doesn't he? All right. I know he killed the tentacle yeah. monster. I didn't get the whole thing about the pollution being gone. Oh, yeah, he makes everyone... Yeah, he, make, he makes everything fine. All right. Yeah. The sky is clear. Flowers bloom. D- the sun sets. Dee Dee and Frankie perform a, to a very bad back projection background. Yes. Mm-hmm. The aliens clear off. Yep, they do. And that is the end of Voyage of the Rock Aliens. <laughs> that is literally the end. Yeah, except you, you forgot the turns. It, Absid also turns the uh, pack into Boy Scouts. Yes, that happens as well. Yeah. Dunno. <laughs> Haven't got a clue. Just making everybody happy. I guess so. It's what, they really want to be Boy Scouts deep down inside. Who, who doesn't? All right. That's a, that's a new thing I've just discovered about you. Actually, no, I quit the Boy Scouts. Did you quit or were you fired? I quit. Too many damn rules, man. <laughs> Too many damn rules. With the with the nuts and the dip, dip, dip. Couldn't handle that bobber job. I ain't got you? time for rules. There's no gang that can hold me. You know when you did that? The camera zooms zooms in on you as you... As, <laughs> Does it? It was a great shot, yeah. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. Well, Paul, what did you think of Voyage of the Rock Aliens? Uh, As if I don't know. Where do I start, though? I mean, where do you start? At the the beginning. Uh, This film's one of the craziest, bonkers movies I think I've ever seen. The weird thing about this is that you recommended this movie to me a couple of years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I fell in love with it. There you go. I'm just a harbinger of good taste. You're something. Harbinger of something. Mm. The, the songs range from good to bad to truly awful. The ugly? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Script's a mess, if there is one. Mm, yeah. It, it's like someone's 80s coked-up fever dream, isn't it? Yep. Piers Zadora is terrible, but also great. Mm-hmm. Craig Sheffer thinks he's in a completely different movie than the one he's in. 
Yes. He, he's giving a performance. He's trying to give a performance anyway. The aliens are a bit annoying, I have to say. They're my least favourite part yeah. of a film called Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Yeah. In no way is this a hit at all. It, it, no. it can't be. Oh, is that what you're saying? You're not saying it's a hit? It can't be a hit. And any sane person would, would say. Yeah, but we're talking about you. I was just going to say, I can't help myself. I, I love it. Go. I love it for all yeah. the wrong reasons. I even own it on Blu-ray. And I... Oh, that's, 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 oh, oh, oh boy. Well, that's, that's the last episode of Retrospection. I also own the soundtrack on vinyl. You bought the soundtrack? Oh, yeah. On on vinyl? An original pressing of it as well. Oh, okay. What's wrong with me? (laughs) Is it a genuine question? Because I've got a list. No, 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 don't go into it. I've got a book over here. Yeah, yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. That's for another podcast. Hmm. Group called it's, What's Wrong With Me? Yes, What's Wrong With Me? <laughs> I think we've got a new new idea. With Colin and Paul. Yeah. <laughs> 150 episodes. Um, Easy. E- each one would go through one of your neurosis. <laughs> mine? All right. Oh, yeah, it's just yours. That'll be mine. Okay. Right. No, mine's the other podcast, What's Great About You? No, it's not as long. It's not as many episodes. There's <laughs> only one episode. Episode one. You're not Paul. <laughs> Fair That's enough. It. All right. <laughs> it's not a hit, but I do kind of love this film. Wait, so it's a hit? It is a hit. For me, it's Cause, a hit. Because yes. we've never really defined what a hit is in a hundred and... <laughs> over a hundred episodes, a, a hit is very. It's very uh, flexible. Okay, it's a hit. I like it. It's a hit from the heart, but not from the head. It's a hit from the. That's a good one. That's a new category. It's a hit from the heart. Right. I like it. So, what about you? Well, well, this film. I've got a new a new catchphrase coming up, Paul. This film, it, it kind of throws everything at the screen. <laughs> it toasts the loaf. It really does. You catchphrase, Paul, toast the loaf. All right. Not, not sure what it means, but okay. <laughs> it means you're not, you're not doing a little bit of a slice. You're doing the whole thing. You toast the loaf. You go all, right. all in. All right. Yeah, I like it. Um, it's, a, it's crazy. Pia Zadara. I adore her. Pia Zadara. Um, so she's nice. like her. That's the other side of the T-shirt. What? Toast the loaf. Toast the loaf. I adore her. <laughs> Pia Zadara. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, some of the songs, I wish the songs were better, though. I do. Mm-hmm. Th- th- there's just something about them that makes you go, oh, I wish a little bit more work. They're, they're parody songs rather than songs, aren't they? Yeah, maybe that's the issue. Because yeah. you think of something like Little Shop of Horrors, which are also mm-hmm. parody songs, but they're bloody good songs. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you could happily sing those or listen to them as songs. Whereas, yeah. well, actually, so do you play the vinyl? Do you listen to it? Do, do you get a nice, nice, nice beer? You put the old uh, headphones on, mm-hmm. sit back, put your feet up, and you let that needle drop, and you listen. It to has it. happened. It has happened. Yeah. Okay, so there yeah. you go. You mm-hmm. do it. All right, All right. I like some of the background stuff, and I think a lot more. Effort has been made about that than needed to be, than normally you yeah. would find in these kind of films. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I've got to say, I'm with you, that um, every part of me, and we've done this before, the, the part of me that knows what a film should be mm-hmm. says, this is utter crap. Mm-hmm. But the part of me that doesn't care about that says it's a hit. It's a hit, damn you, Paul. It's a hit. Do you think we we could say to to our listeners that if you're looking for a, a good Friday night at home movie with a few beers and maybe a couple of friends or whatever, find a copy of this, stick it on, you'll have a good time. Yeah, it needs beers. You need beers, yes. <laughs> and, and the more beers, the better it'll get. Trust me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna have a good time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. I, what I shall do as well, because obviously we can't play all the songs from the movie on no. the podcast episode, 
I will add uh, a few of them to our Spotify playlist. So if people oh. want to go and listen to it, they can do. Yeah, there you go. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Very generous of you, Paul. I know. I know. I actually give me a reason to update it. Oh. <laughs> I haven't looked at it for I thought, a while. I thought then you were going to go to a dark place and say give you a reason to live for a second. <laughs> I was a bit worried. Yeah. Well, there is that as well. I thought, yeah. oh, this is not the time to bring this up. Well, that's it for another episode of Retrospection. Thank you for listening and thank you to our Patreon supporters. And don't forget, you can check out that Spotify list that Paul's just mentioned because it has all the films and the TV shows that we've listened to. Although apparently he's not been updating it recently, so that's a lie. It will it will be by the time this goes out, trust me. Rate us and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also check us out on our Facebook page. Thank you very much, everybody. And goodbye. Bye. <laughs>